I'm going to do it this time. In five, four, three, two. Damn it! Podcast it with Eric Emerson and Brian Tan. How's it going, everybody? Yes, we're coming to you semi live. Semi live. Yeah, we're recording this live in front of a studio audience. Right, and on another Wednesday evening. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we don't really know what we're going to talk about this evening, but just going to let it roll. Going to let it roll. Let it roll. Um, I'll tell you something right now. We're coming up closer. Over the last couple of years, December is now not only synonymous with the holiday season, but also my most favorite thing in the world. What would that be? Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Yes. I am so excited because tomorrow, actually in 24 hours time, I will be sitting in IMAX 3D watching The Last Jedi. Now, and here's the cool thing, and actually this just sort of popped into my head because I always try to put Star Wars to everything. You want to talk about a marketing barn burner that is Star Wars for the last 40 plus 40, what, 41 years now? Star Wars has been like the master at marketing. Like, really, who doesn't know about the galaxy far, far away? Even if you don't know about it, you know Star Wars. And Star Wars has been on lunchboxes. Animated shows, TV specials. I mean, Star Wars has been everywhere. It's been media dominant for the last four decades. So, and that and that's branding, man. And that's something that's really, really important for anybody, any budding entrepreneur, any real, you know, budding entrepreneur, say like Eric here or a entrepreneur in training like myself or even like a maestro like Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. So what, what he's saying is, uh, you know, be like Star Wars. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Get, your, get yourself out there as much as possible. Right. I mean, why don't you talk about you're going to Star Wars? Um, mm-hmm. You had mentioned to me that you're going to do something after Star Wars that's going to relate directly to your own personal. Brand. Absolutely. I have begun blogging. Um, it's become very, very important to me. More important than it's ever been. Now I haven't been able to do a blog over the last like week or so. Last week. Had a lot going on, and my mind wasn't really into it. But I'm actually going to be doing a blog review of Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. And at first, I was just excited to see the movie. But now, I am so excited to share my experience with readers. You know, and because, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I think the best part about any of it is that these characters that... When I say these characters that I grew up with, I'm talking, you know, Luke Skywalker, played by Mark Hamill, um, Princess Leia Organa, played by the late, great Carrie Fisher. I grew up to these people, so I'm very excited to see them come to the big screen and see them as an adult. Right. So I'm very excited to see it. I mean, you know, the story is great. You know, I understand, you know, a lot of people had a lot of issues with The Force Awakens, Episode 7. Oh, it's a rehash of the original Star Wars. You know what? Just, you go and you enjoy it. 
But the whole point is I'm not getting into the review. That's going to be what the blog is about. But that, once again, goes to branding and to marketing. And that, and that's where Star Wars is great at it because there is no... Let me rephrase before I even let it come out. Most of the time, there is no such thing as bad press or bad promotion. As long as people are talking about you, it keeps you relevant. It keeps your brand relevant. Obviously, there are exceptions to the rule, Harvey Weinstein. But... <laughs> That's just like just how great um, Lucasfilms, now Disney, are at promotion, at marketing, at branding. They're getting their getting their content out there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's all great points. Um, mm-hmm. I want to bring it back down to a smaller level because, like, yeah, you're talking absolutely. about when you're throwing out brands like Disney. Well, that's billions <laughs> and billions and billions yeah. of dollars. But I mean, you can do. What they do, obviously, you're not going to have toys and whatever, but you can get yourself out there, even like doing what we're doing right now. You can do a podcast. We video our podcast, so that can go on a YouTube channel. And, you know, less, less. What's at the core of that? At the core of it, period, is consistency. You got to know what you want See, to do. See, I get think something's a little different at the core. All right. Storytelling. Yeah. I think they're masters at storytelling. They really are. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, absolutely. Everything from the brand to what they do as far as content, everything is about telling a story, mm-hmm. you know, selling that story, selling that fantasy. Yep. You know, and that's what, that's what avid fans like yourself mm-hmm. are it's attracted all about, to. It's all about story. You know, right. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, who, who hasn't sat up as a kid and wanted to live in the galaxy far, far away? As a kid, everyone wanted to be a Jedi. Right. And then when you hit your 20s, everyone wants to be a Sith because, oh, they're so cool. I'd be happy just being there and, you know, flying through outer space. I mean, and that's part of what it is. It's a space opera. Right. And in the storytelling, the branding just goes from it. You get a good idea, i.e. good content, and you run with it. And you keep running with it. And you keep it relevant. You keep people talking about it. And that's how you grow yourself. Right. I want to shift it to, I don't know. I just want to use this as kind of like a, uh, this oh, podcast as a mechanism of someone. Um, my, I just want to kind of vent a little bit or not vent, but kind of just express oh, get it out there, what man. I've experienced over the last two weeks. Okay. Um, and some of the core themes I want to discuss a little bit are naturally the work-life balance, which has uh, been a little difficult lately. Oh, yeah. Um, personal brand, which has also been a little difficult lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe just, let me just create a narrative here. So right. over the last two weeks, um, you know, I've heard this before, being crippled by opportunity. And I kind of feel the pressure of that uh, currently kind of happening with my side business. Now, um I'm sure many of many folks, uh, you know, entrepreneurs have kind of experienced the the fact of, uh, you know, the word of mouth effect that doesn't have anything to do with like your own personal advertising or this and that. And, you know, I've just it's interesting. The last two weeks, uh, you know, RFPs, requests for proposals, I've gotten three, um, which is kind of a uh, kind of a large number um, in a court in a span of two weeks. I really haven't ever had to pump out that many, which are which. You know, I know it's a numbers game as well. You know, I know I could spend a good solid five, you know, hours really drafting a custom 
um, proposal, et cetera, that then may not even, you know, turn into any real business. So there's a lot of uh, personal drain going on with that, but I know it's part of the process. But anyway, I just wanted to, you know, I find myself, uh, you know, as, a, as an aspiring entrepreneur and my business is growing, growing, growing to the point where I do feel that if I don't scale in some way, get extra help, you know, Brian and I work together on the side. I have two guys on Upwork. I'm, I'm considering a third. Um, so I just want to throw out some of these themes. Um, and I, you know, to be honest, I'm just going to be real, you know, with this too, I'm feeling a little burnt out. Um, I'm feeling a little bit, uh, anxious. I'm feeling a little bit, um, you know, just, just kind of like tired, fatigued, just because I, you know, I'm not getting the full sleep. And I know that hard work and determination, all that stuff is, is, is in there. And I want, I'm trying to aspire to do something to, you know, better my life, my family's life, et cetera. But I, you know, I just, I just wanted to share that, that, um, you know, I don't know if anyone else out there has experiences, which they probably are, um, where they're just having some level of success that they're not accustomed to. And, you or know, just not ready for. Or just not ready for. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've clearly stated that, you know, we both have day jobs and we, we aspire to do other things in the evening. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about like, you know, and, and it has put a little bit of a strain, you know, overall in the family. Um, you know, I have a little, little son and uh, he's kind of, you know, daddy, daddy, daddy. And it's like, so just trying to schedule it all, you know, but I'm like constantly like in the grind trying to keep going, keep going. Like I, all these great things are coming up and I feel, I can feel like, wow, I might like, you know, win here or win there and secure that deal, secure that. So it's like, I'm really trying to navigate through this sea a little bit of, um, you know, getting to a point where I can take on more business without losing my mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, well, that's my little personal vent and rant. Um, and on the flip side of that, I kind of said there's two things happening here. One was, you know, the word of mouth, the business growth, which is great. The other part of it is the personal brand. As much as I want to keep pumping content out on my Instagram, on YouTube, et cetera, it's kind of like falling through the cracks. Timing. Yeah, it's like, and it, you know, you can call it excuse, whatever, but I just feel like today I went to lunch by myself. And it was, it was interesting. Um, I actually sat there and I was like, wow, this is so refreshing just to get my mind out of work. alone. Yeah. I went to this little, we have this nice Indian restaurant. I just slipped over there. It's a cool little spot too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it felt good. I sat there and reflected and there's like a sense of satisfaction through, you know, I've already had one proposal that was presented. There's a phone call coming up. Um, I have another proposal I'm currently working on. I have a third one that's due next week. Um, and it was really satisfying to go through some of that process and have some feedback and, and there's next steps are happening. Um, you know, there's a little fear involved too of, of if, you know, you land something, um, you know, making sure that you can service that individual, that, that entity, uh, fully. But I know that, um, you know, once again, there's Google and there's tons of resources out there. So I don't know. There's my personal rant. You were talking about Star Wars. You went down there, but I just kind of wanted to, I wanted to pull it back to, uh, just kind of like yeah. what, what I'm currently experiencing. Cause I don't know if there's any value to anyone out there. Oh, um, absolutely. I mean, I think that in a lot of ways, there's people that are, you know, there, there's someone else out there, you know, for every you and me, there's five or different, you can't throw a rock without hitting another one of us. Right. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure they're going through it too. And they're like, well, how do I do this? You know, do other people feel that way? And I think that in a time where we are all connected via social media, well, as long as net neutrality is there, but that's a rant for another time. Mm-hmm. But we still internalize so much of our processes, what we do, what we go through. 
you know, unless you know you blog or you podcast, so I'm pretty sure there's someone out there that's trying to get started and they're going through the same thing. You know, they probably even have more than one kid that they're going through with. Maybe they're a single parent. Right. You know, I mean, I remember when I first went through my divorce and I'm starting to try to brand and I'm trying to write, but I'm raising a son and it wasn't easy and trying to get my uh, bachelor's degree on top of it all. So, I mean, you know, it's not easy. And, you know, you, you just, I think that, you know, as I put on the therapist hat here, <laughs> I think that if your son were probably a little bit older, it would make it a little bit easier. But at the same token, he's at that age where he's not going to really remember, you know, well, there, there, there was a stretch of time that dad was too busy, you know, in two weeks, you know, well, matter of fact, even in a week as we're coming up on Christmas and you've actually, you know, got the time to spend with your family. You know, he's not going to remember a week ago, dad, you know, a couple of weeks, there was a couple of weeks there that dad was just yeah. too busy. He's not. Yeah. I think, I think it's like the old saying, this too shall pass it. And I also feel that, yeah. that, um, you know, I've heard this through, through listening the the work-life balance through some of the, uh, the experts that I follow that, um, you know, have to do what's best for you individually. Not mm -hmm. everybody's circumstances are the same, which I totally agree with. Right. Um, and also just kind of like, you know, I'm going on instinct and I'm also like, I'm kind of trying to be okay with the fact that, yes, sometimes things feel shitty. <laughs> sometimes things feel not right. Um, the balance isn't there. But I ultimately know that in my mind, I'm kind of working out how to maybe get to the other side of some, some way. You know, um, I'm becoming more and more a huge calendar type guy <laughs> where, like, <laughs> as soon as something happens and, like, a phone call scheduled or this is happening or I have to go see that person or something is uh leisurely is like uh you know i do play in a band so there's like band practice which you know that's like also a, a uh, an area of contention sometimes it's like you know you don't have time for us but you have time for that and you know but i'm just trying to navigate it all and i'm trying to keep my commitments and uh it can be a little crazy but oh absolutely i you mean know? whenever you're trying to build something it happens i yeah. mean I, I i've i've essentially given up doing the you know because as you know i never talked about it on on the podcast i don't think but I had gotten a volunteer position at a indie radio station. Keep going. And I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm kind of letting that go by the wayside because really between my commitment at our day job, our, my commitment to what we do and my commitment to my own personal brand, I don't really have time to do something else, you know, do something for free. I just don't. And as much as I love the idea of maybe having another avenue that I could get into with being uh, being on the radio, because as a kid, my dream was to do talk radio. But guess what? It's probably not in the cards right now. I've got commitments now. Day job, night job, writing, my own personal relationships. Don't have time for it. And, you know, sometimes... You've got to make sacrifices. <clears throat> like right now, you know, you're, you're making the sacrifice, you know, of family time, which a lot of us have to do when we're trying to get ours. It happens, you know, and I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's like you've already said, you're looking to get some additional help and blah, blah, blah. 
And then as you and I have talked off off the air, you know, once you're able to have trust in the people around you that are working, then you can put some of that stuff in their hands. And I think that that's a lot of what everyone has to go through. That's a lot what everyone goes through when you're building your own brand, you're building your own business. I mean, my in my case, as a writer, when I have a personal assistant, I've got to keep them in the loop of what I'm doing and trust them that when it's when I need them to do posting things or whatever or talking to someone on my behalf, I have to trust them to do their job. But at the same token, not depend so much on them that I don't do my job either. Right. You know, so it's balance. And I think at this point, and you all out there listening, you know, definitely pay some close attention. You're going to have the rough waters as you start to get some success. But as it starts to come in, you find the balance and you just, you get it going. It's just that you're going to have that rough spot where that boat is still, it's shaking, man. It's shaking. Yeah. And it's interesting too. I mean, as, as the, uh, as time goes on, as more experiences gain, uh, gained, you know, the, the day job I'm seeing room for opportunity of growth, you know, and that's oh, also, that, and that's coming and that's conflicting to my aspirations, um, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, I'm kind of, you know, just to explain things like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm finally crossed that threshold monetarily with my, uh, with my second job where I'm making more than 50% of what I make in my day, at my day job. Wow. And I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I, I, I'm trying to do, you know, I'm trying to do this with as least amount of risk as possible, you know, because I have a, you know, a child involved and family to take care of. Etc. But I'm also I'm seeing the like the opportunity, and I'm seeing like when is when is it right, you know? And I'm still navigating through that. And I'm trying to learn, you know. I'm trying to stockpile nesting and trying to do this and that, and you know, I guess it will come. I guess I'll know when it when it's right. Yeah, um, you'll know when it's ready. And I mean, it's it's really trusting your gut, man. It's yeah. it's kind of like you know you, you got to always trust in your gut. And I think that once you reach a certain age. That well, not even so much a certain age, because your gut instinct is always usually the best one to go with. Yeah. And you know how many times, and I've done it a ton of times. I've gone against my gut, and I went with what my head said, and then it's like, damn it, why? You know, I mean, you'll know when it's you'll know when it's the right time. Yeah. I mean, and I truly do love my day job. I truly do feel that um, the employer I have has been has been fantastic. Um, to me, yeah, I think, yeah. And I think overall, like any, any company or any, you know, there's always certain things that can be, you know, could be improved or could be better. But at the end of the day, you know, I really look at the individual as a whole and, 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 and current boss has a great heart and he has a lot of ambition. Uh, he believes in education. He believes in a lot of different things that, um, you know, I feel have got me to this point of success in, in the, uh, in the evening. So it, he, he was even like, you know, and as we discussed, not to put too much out there, but just to show how great of a person he is, he was ready to really like, Oh wow. Well, do you need help with this? You know, what can I do to help you? I've, I've very rarely had a boss that has said that and actually meant it. Yeah. And Brian, by the way, we should just do a little congratulations. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian, uh, you know, we, I hired him as a uh, part-time, um, like intern. digital marketing, you know, intern production assistant, and uh, he just recently went full time in the span of, uh, you know, four months or so, right? Maybe yeah. enough for four, a little, four a little, yeah, about three and a half, four months, yeah. And um, I'll tell you guys something also, and I'll tell you this, Eric, and I think I told you this when I first came in. 
in a lot of ways, I felt really overwhelmed. And I would go home and I would be like, you know, I don't know if I can do this. There's like no way I'm going to pick up on this. There's, there's no way I'm in over my head. And then I end up quitting the job that I had. <laughs> which was a risk. Which was a huge risk. I know. Oh my goodness. You know, I lost benefits. I, lo- I lost a lot. But you know what? I decided that I was going to focus on what I wanted. I took that risk. I leapt. And I mean, it's worked out for me. Here I am. You know, my future is so bright, man. I can wear, I need to wear shades. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm finally seeing balance. I mean, what's funny, I've always heard people say that when they get the real balance, you know, when you're work, when you're content with your work life, everything else comes to pass. Like, I've never felt contentment in my work life, ever. And then in case in point, my personal life was always, you know, difficult at best. Well, now I'm totally content and confident and feel self-assured in my professional life. And it's starting to show in my personal life. You know, I, I've met, I met someone who makes me happy. And it's like, you know, now I get up in the morning, I go to a job I love to do and I love my job. It, I've never been able to say I love my job. I go to work. I don't even feel like I'm working. Yeah, that's that's how I felt too. It's, and, and, then I got, and then I got someone that I can share that with that I care about and she cares about me. And it's like, holy crap, is this what balance feels like? <laughs> and, you know, and Eric's at a different level where, you know, he's... Eric's at a level where he's like an executive by day and a CEO by night married with a kid. Yeah. So he's at that extra step up, but you know, but it's still the same boat. (coughs) But it's funny when you're doing this, when you're working a job by day and you've got your hustle by night, it helps well, you can be motivated to really push your hustle if you've got a day job you hate. But it feels so much better to love your day job and do your hustle because there's just a little less stress. And like the stress Eric is feeling, though, and I, you know, and I, I don't, I'll speak for you in this amount. That's good stress. That's a good anxiety to have. That's success. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of opportunity. Yeah, there's success happening there. So that's good anxiety. Yeah. Bad anxiety is I've put money into this and I've got zero return. I've put $3,000 into this and I've made $5. That's a problem. <laughs> right, right. And that's something that was coming up too when you were, oh yeah. You know, I've heard somewhere too that for aspiring entrepreneurs, um, if you can you know, if you are doing the day job, you know, the daytime job and you are doing the night hustle, if you could find something that, that relates, you know, it doesn't have to be entirely, mm-hmm. but does relate to what you're doing in the evenings. And I think, well, find a way. I think I, I, yeah, you know, I have to be honest when I started working in the company I'm currently at, um, you know, there was, a, I had a lot to learn and, and going through a lot, you know, a lot of different marketing systems and packages, you know, from, the old school Dan Kennedys to the Evan Pagans um, to the you know to digital marketer Ryan Dice, um, you know just like diving into the systems like my my eyes were open to a lot of the you know the different marketing techniques and so forth. But anyway, I took that and I applied it to the evening and I do you know it's just been 
it's just been great. None of it feels like work, but I, you know, it's just kind of crazy that I don't know. I just feel very kind of like overwhelmed right now. It's the only thing yeah. I can say. I just feel like, and it's a lot of good overwhelming stuff that's happening. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it all out, and I just see a lot of a lot of room for growth. Well, you feel like it's too much, too fast. Um. I, it's just like a snowball effect is what happened. You know, it started like, it's interesting. Let, let's, let's reverse back here a little yeah, bit. Like well, it all started with like, um, you know, my wife, one of my wife's best friends who actually been on the podcast, she introduced me to a small, yeah, a small company. They just needed a quick website and, you know, I've always been a tinkerer and that's how I kind of learned how to develop a little bit and so I set up a WordPress site for them and then, you know, it was a little tiny, it was a little gig, it wasn't, you know, super, super lucrative. Um, but, um, you know, then that kind of turned into like just one other client. And then it's just, and then finally I landed another client that has now become a little more long term. I've just been holding steady for a while with that for a year or so. And then I landed uh, through, you know, conversation and networking. I landed another like kind of bigger client. And then that one was a little bit more responsibility, a little bit better pay. Um, and then, then that client then saw some value in what I uh, was, you know, had to offer. And then they said, "Hey, why don't you try putting in a proposal for X?" And then that grew. And then I also, had, it's just, it's just all of a sudden, it's like boom, boom. It's just bigger, bigger, growing, growing. And it's like I, you know, just trying to keep up with it all. You know, I'm not complaining. That's one thing too. I'm not complaining here. Yeah. I'm just basically, I want to, like, I've, you know, we've discussed. I want this podcast to just be truth and honesty mm-hmm. from our experiences. Absolute transparency. Yeah. Because it's not all going to be sunshine and rainbows. You're going to have your it's great hard. days. That's it's hard, hard freaking work. Yeah, that's a, if there's anything at the core of this, it's like, why am I feeling so fatigued? It's like... Because it's hard freaking work. Because it's just constant grind. Yeah. It's constant I mean, grind. when I first started, I was, I, I was lucky on one hand. When I first started, I was on vacation at the other job I had. But my day would start at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. I would come to work. Leave by two, go to other job for three to eleven, get home eleven thirty, couldn't fall asleep till about one or two, do it all over again. People are like, how are you doing this? Because I love this job. And then I left the one and started committing to working with Eric. And it's sometimes it's the same thing, man. And then, you know, then I've got my, you know, my little other hustle that I do to try to make a little bit more money, which is far less glamorous. It's, it's actually, I had, well, I'm, I'm in the sake of transparency, you know, I, I drive, I drive, um, car service. Yeah. Uber. Yeah. Right? Lyft, or, Lyft. Lyft. Sorry. He's not an Uber. He's a... Nah. But I did, I was, I did that. And I'll tell you something. You meet some nice people, but you also meet some, some, are some you, let me ask you a question. Are you networking? Oh yeah, when you're when you're Uber driving. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've given out my I've <laughs> I mean, given out my Lyft driving. Sorry. I've been giving out, I've given out my business cards to some people. I get a feel for who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. I tell I mention I'm a writer. I'm like, hey, you want hey, why don't you take a business card? Yeah, I mean that might be a great networking opportunity. Oh, it is. It really is. And you know, and I talk to people and blah blah blah. And a lot of people enjoy it. Other people aren't so friendly. This guy that I had last night just really made me mad because I guess. When I first accepted the ride, it said I would be there in nine minutes. And then it was like, then all of a sudden it jumped to 12 minutes. So I don't know if you got lost or I was like, well, it is snowing outside. People don't drive well in snow, but I'm here. And then, oh, well, you took too long. 
well, you know, you could always walk. I mean, I didn't say that. That's what I'm thinking. And then finally, I was so thankful when I got to where he was going. Meanwhile, I'm hearing this guy, you know, snorting and hacking. It's like, dude, I swear, if you drop a lung biscuit in my car or get me sick, I don't practice voodoo or hoodoo, but in my mind, I'm going to come up with some other weird faith and I am going to like make you feel like you have a paper cut in between your toes. Like, you just suck. <laughs> but, and the whole point of that little tangent, though, is that, I don't know, well, you could have something that you hate doing while you're trying to do your hustle. And, you know, Eric is, you know, we're transparency, we're, we're, we're getting our stuff, because it's a struggle, man. It's always a struggle. You love what you do. You can love your day job. You can love your hustle. But it's still a struggle. You're still going to have challenges. It's It's worth having. I mean... You look at anyone that's out there right now that's really doing it. I mean, hell, I'm, I'm sure Gary Gary V had some days where he was like, "Oh my god, this sucks." But he, he calls was, it it's called eating dirt. Yeah. <laughs> but he's dirt. motivated. He was motivated. Yeah. I mean, I want to I want to talk about one thing which just popped in my mind okay, too. Um, please. Um, on the educational level. Yes. You know, I just want to put this out there. There's like a um just something that I, you know, I do that I feel has helped me tremendously grow. And I think it's also, that's what's translating to a lot of new business lately. There's not a moment going to work or from work that I'm not listening to some form of a podcast or YouTube video. I don't watch the video, but I listen to the video. Um, And what kind of stuff am I listening to? I'm listening to, I'm doing deep dives into understanding every aspect of Facebook advertising so that I can speak about it intelligently and understand it from a psychological standpoint as well as a mechanical standpoint. You know, that's really fascinating to me. I want to know it in and out because I know there's a ton of power in Facebook advertising. It's, it's, uh, it's one of the, you know, one of the most you know, powerful advertising platforms that are out there for impression based, you know, um, behavior, advertising you know google adwords is more of the needs industry you know where like you know this is i got this from watching youtube videos like it, this was kind of groundbreaking to me to be able to explain this but like you know not it's kind of obvious but it's just the way it was said was so great it's you know google google adwords search ads all that kind of stuff is in the in the uh the need industry so basically mm-hmm. you know if you need something you're going there facebook is more in the I want yeah, a want industry. So it's more about behavior, you know, and, and impressions and all that kind of stuff. So great example of that is, you know, my tooth is sore as, you know, it's hurting, it's hurting. Am I going to go to Facebook to find a dentist? Or are you going to go to Google? Am I going to Google? I'd go to Google. You know, it's like, yeah, it's obvious. Google. It's like I need, I have a need. I need to go and then you want to find a service quickly. I go to Google, search queries. You mm-hmm. know, it's just really having that kind of spelled out was just, was groundbreaking. So you know, it's just fascinating to me. And I just, I just wanted to throw that out there as like um, maybe some inspiration or a tip yeah. of some sorts that like. Know what your resources are. Yeah. Like the thing is, you know, you audio, you know, this is big too. And I've learned this through certain experts, but like we are moving into, you know, audio has resurfaced in a huge way. And it's going to be predominant moving forward the next, you know, five years plus whatever. You know, just just because of the fact that it's like such a passive learning tool, audiobooks. Uh, you know, we have our Google Home, we have Alexa. 
you know, everything's going to voice and audio. And it's just like, it is true. Like, I, it's amazing to me how much I now learn through, through audio. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, it's, you know, of course reading and stuff is always good, but God, the, what the trips to and from work where I just can drive and just listen and then and absorb. Right. It's just really powerful. I just wanted to throw that out as like something that might help someone out there. Absolutely. But at the same token, you also want to make sure that you let your brain rest. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy and you end up getting burned out. Thing is, is that Eric, what's funny is that Eric is work, 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 work. Lately. <laughs> Me, I'm chill, 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 chill till it's time to work, 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 work. So you kind of want to sort of take a little bit of me and a little bit of Eric and mesh them together. So yeah, find everybody's your different. Because I mean, me yeah. personally, when I'm driving to work, if I'm not listening to local radio WDVE and laughing hysterically because I love their morning show, I'm listening to an audio book. Right now I'm listening to Stephen King's It. Yeah, because you're an author and you want to learn about <clears throat> you, you, writing you, you, style. You just want to feel. You want to get a feel for right. certain authors. And, and, and now right. here's the thing. So it's, still, it's still honing your craft. Right. I have attempted to read it at least at 38 years old. I've tried to read it at least once every three years. So quite a bit. And I've just not been able to. But to touch on what you said about audio, I listened to it in the audio book and now I'm pretty far along. You know, I think the only Stephen King book that I have actually read cover to cover, and I'm ashamed to admit this as an author, is... No, not Christine. Carrie. That's it. That's the only one. I wanted to read Firestarter. I couldn't. I tried to read the first Dark Tower book. I could Needful Things, I got... Well, Needful Things isn't my fault. I got to the middle of it, and then I had to take it back to the library. When I tried to take it back out, it was gone. So... Because Stephen King, as much of a genius as he is, is very difficult to read. Stephen King's narrative, and this is something, you know, I don't want to get too much into writing we're kind, semantics. We're, kind of going we're, getting, we're getting total left. But we're talking whole, about marketing and yeah, education. <laughs> but the whole point is with education, and you're talking about how audio is becoming so important for learning and for all of that. That's just my whole little bit of it. I absolutely agree how important audio is, especially when you've got a commute. I mean, how many people now, I mean, with Amazon, we're going back to branding for a second. Amazon markets Alexa. They, they market audible for people on the go. You know, what's one of the first things they say when they they were first trying to get audible out there. If you don't have time to sit and read a book, listen on the go. How many of us now, how, how has life in America have become on the go of the last 20 plus years, especially during right after, you know, 2006, seven and eight during the market crash, people were especially on the go trying to find that job on the go, on the go, on the go. You get your education that way on the go. I mean, I think even still wasn't people go to, when people were in college, they record their lectures now. Like why, why sit there? and take notes you can just record it and listen right but yeah totally <laughs> uh, but it's it, important it's, e- educate yourself 
in the essence of time, it's getting a little late here. Yeah. So we should probably wrap this up and right. Yeah, we should because it's getting late, and you know it's December now, and you know me, I have I'm driving home. Eric's already home. Exactly, and it's already. 11 p.m. Eastern time, yeah, which we, isn't that late. No, it's really late. not. I mean, hell, the last time I was here, I was here till almost 1. Right, right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, guys, the whole point of this is marketing, branding, education. Educate yourself. Find out what people in your field are doing. And brand, you know, brand yourself, you know. And it's all right. You're going to get, you're going to start getting overwhelmed, like, Eric is, but it's a good form of overwhelming because you're getting there. Just keep doing it. Yeah. It ain't going to be easy. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. I mean, it's exciting. It is fulfilling. Mm -hmm. I will say that. I do feel very fulfilled in my career. Legacy. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, though, trying to figure out a little bit better work-life balance right now. I think it will come in time. I think I don't have all the answers at this moment, but... Well, don't suppose I have all the answers right away. Yeah, that's what makes that so makes the whole process exciting. Yeah, is learning how to balance it. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like this was a great podcast. I feel like we were. Oh, yeah. we're we got just, a lot accomplished today. Yeah, it was like we got a lot accomplished today, and um, it's just good. I just want to keep putting out content that I feel is, you know, authentic from our experience to you. Absolutely. You know, and if you find some value in it, great. Um, you know, and you'll hear the little tagline at the end of this, but please, you, you know, we're, we're brand new here. So if you like what you hear, please share us. We love, we really would appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, absolutely. And we'd love to share, we'd love to follow your stuff back. So hit us up. Let us know who you are. Absolutely. And one last thing that I sort of want to throw in there. And by the time we get this uploaded, it's probably going to be a moot point. But I just want to say, keep your eyes open for it. The FCC is looking to, um, do away with net neutrality you need to understand what the issues are especially and this is important for eric's business for my business for our personal businesses and for anyone that's starting something using online as their platform net neutrality is very important because it keeps your isps from being able to block certain bits of content slow you down in favor of someone who's maybe got more money or whatever you know, educate yourself on what net neutrality is and do what you can to save it. You know, get in touch with the FCC. They're all over Twitter running their mouths. Follow them. Let yourself be heard and find out how you can. But don't be rude and disrespectful and find ways that you can get in touch with Congress as well. And your congressman know what's going on in your world and how it affects your brand as well. Hey, um, we'll, be, yeah, we'll be back next week. Um since Christmas is on a Friday, this, on a Monday, what am I, Friday, on a Monday this year. So we'll be back next week, week of Christmas. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see, how- <laughs> we'll see what happens. This is why I hate holidays. Yeah. <laughs> but have a good one. Hey, podcast friends, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please be sure to five-star this podcast. If you didn't like what you heard, we still appreciate your ears anyways. Look me, Eric, up on Twitter, at InYourHandMedia. And me, Brian, at BrianTanAuthor, and let us know what you think in the comments section.